0: Yes. My um, snacking nuts are amazing. I hope I mute every time I chew one.
1: <laughs> I miss you guys. Caramel coffee cashews. Can I just
2: tell you that I
1: missed you guys? Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Welcome to our end of year episode. All right, sitting with me tonight, I have Kim McIsaac. Hello! Tabitha Cabrera. Hello! Rachel Flanagan. Hey everyone! Jen Dunn. Hello everyone! And I'm Jamie Ramos. It's the end of 2021 which is insane. I cannot year... believe it. Wild. I, I feel like this year took a long time but I it also went by really quickly. Like the idea of 2022 in my brain is like crazy. She thought it was 2022.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jen's ready for the future.
1: So to get started, I thought we would talk a little about the podcast because we started it in 2021. I think our first episode was April 12th. I think yep. that's
3: right. Yep. It's right. Cause it's my anniversary. So that's how I remember. Uh, April 12th. That's our, like, not our wedding anniversary, but our together anniversary. A good omen.
4: Hey, Kimmy, <laughs> if you last did them for this podcast, it's a good, exactly. It's yeah, a good exactly.
1: Omen. It's a good day yeah. to start. Thinking about the podcast, let's talk about what's been your favorite part about being part of this podcast throughout the year we'll start with you Rach girl
0: I just love that we are still doing this I'm so proud of us because I was laughing recently I feel lately a lot like a quitter like I have really good intentions but I don't like see things through for months and months and like this my passion has been growing I feel like our impact is evident I'm really proud of what we've made. And so like, I just think it's so cool that we're doing this and that we are able to tell our husbands or family members or Jen, you've got like this time right now, but I like, Hey, we're committed to this. Hey, I'm in a meeting. Hey, we're like, I'm accomplishing something every week with you guys. I think that's cool.
2: What about you, Tess? You know, it's a nice way to process I mean, I think we all do that with our writing, but it's like by ourselves, you know, when you're writing and crying, (laughs) but when you get to share with other people who have had your experiences or can just like say, I'm sorry that that's going on or, you know, and then I think all the people that have reached out to us who we made a space for them to not feel so alone, even if it's on a car drive. And we're coming up on one year, my daughter being diagnosed. And I just remember how heavy that all felt. I think back to when my son was diagnosed and feeling empty and lonely and trying to find a place for resources and searching the internet and going down rabbit holes and all of that stuff. And I think this podcast like just gives one simple place to kind of find some resources and voices that understand you and getting to know you ladies of course. (laughs) This has been pretty amazing for all of us. We made something out of nothing thing which is always just like when you think about that.
4: Yes we did all the yeah. hours
2: all the time all the editing jamie ramos mm-hmm. you know all the people we've reached out to these storytellers all these ladies who are sharing their stories and gentlemen who in the future who will be you know it's pretty powerful so i think so too yeah and you're right something to be proud of something to know that we're accomplishing every week yeah. we haven't missed a single monday since we started this podcast which is that's way. crazy <laughs>
0: We say this all the time, like behind the scenes in our interviews, that it's five ladies, this many kids, this many countries, this many times. I was like, it is
3: crazy. Well, especially when we didn't have a set night. Like now we have the set night to do it every night. But before when we were like flipping around to the different we were days newbies. Of the week and, Yeah.
1: We just live in chaos. We didn't have a set night. <laughs> we had a minute. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jen? What's been your favorite thing about doing the podcast? You ladies, for sure. The, I mean, our friendship
4: is what started this podcast. But just this being together, we have our date night every Monday night. You know, this, <laughs> you know, and like like Tabitha said, the people that have kind of come into this, and you know, talking about things that are hard, and then realizing how far for, for me, how far my daughter has come. Talking about the old, looking ahead. I don't know. Just the the friendship of the table and. Um, we've had some amazing guests, you know, we always joke about pulling a seat up at the table, but I think we are a fun group and we're all so different that I think that adds all those different layers to it for people coming in. So I'm just really proud of
1: this. Yeah, we haven't missed a Monday yet.
4: <laughs> That's pretty impressive. So. Yeah.
1: Cheers to you, ladies. Cheers to you. I agree. And also kind of what Tabs was saying, like that it gives us this outlet that I think we all were using through writing to, I mean, I started writing because I wanted to reach out with moms who were in a similar situation Mm -hmm. as I am to know like, Hey, it's okay to feel this way or this way, or I feel this way too. Or maybe I'm the crazier one and you don't feel as crazy as I do. It's like we have a group of people to discuss those things with, and you can like talk back and forth. And I think also like a creative outlet. I feel like we're all somewhat like creative people, we're all doers in a way. And so it's been nice to have something that's like I'm passionate about and doing. Like I was just talking to someone about this today about, you know, the whole stay at home versus working mom debate. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it doesn't like either way. It's like, if you, have a hard time being a stay-at-home mom and you have to be a stay-at-home mom, it's hard. If you have a hard time going to work every day because you hate your job, it's hard to be a working mom. So mm-hmm. it's nice that we found something that's like creative that we work at that we all enjoy doing. And make space My tech
4: support is, you know, it's just next level. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my
3: contributing factor is right up there. Yeah. Our IT uh, yeah, department. What about you, Kimmy? The favorite thing for me would be, I just really like the aspect of giving back. I like, you know, the feedback that we get from some moms that don't have support. And obviously I came from a different time than you guys. My daughter's much older. So I came from a time where there was just no support and there was just no other moms really that I knew or that I could talk to. So to me, like just to be able to give back to that aspect, that means a lot to me. And obviously I just like doing it with you guys in the friendship and the bond that we developed and we have a good time and we laugh and, you know, and sometimes we talk about serious things and sometimes we just joke around. I think it's, I think it's great.
4: (laughs) I mean, listen, all jokes aside, we survived choosing a name and then we survived the color and logo. So we are solid people.
0: (laughs) I really think it's important to like, take notice of the fact that we try like We have pre-recording like discussions about how we can be authentic and keep it no reservations and speak from and for different points of view just authentically. I think that that's as much a part of the table for me as it is this reoccurring theme of how we're special needs parents and how it's cool, I think, that we've talked about so many things. And I know lots of the plan for next year includes even more discussion about stuff that's hard to talk about and you know we say like we're keeping it real and raw and I think it's just it's important to keep bringing it yeah and
3: it's like I really like that we're like you know we're honest about our feelings we're honest about our opinions Mm -hmm. we don't all share the same opinion on every subject I mean even discussing stuff amongst ourselves like Kimmy you and I are the least opinionated (laughs) (laughs) Do do you have to disagree with me again but you know we all have kids different ages different you know, males and females, verbal, non-verbal. We have such a mixed bag just between the five of us. And you know, four of us have girls on the spectrum, which is almost unheard of, even five or ten years ago. That you know. Well, and we're all very different. It's such a yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
1: good and I mean like sometimes that leads to us like clashing but it's also good because we always bring a different perspective like Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. well right it's like we probably wouldn't have been friends in a different walk of life it's our having our children and and just kind of walking this life together even though paths are different but they're still at the core you know underneath it's the same yeah we might not have been friends if we met outside in the special needs world you know so it's it's just kinda- I said that recently
0: in an episode that just I mean it really sticks with me that we all just took this silly leap for a you know online meeting one time and then We kept showing up for that and then, you know, carved out space to make time for this. It's just, it's really just about one chance and like being real in the moment. I mean, I can probably think about a time where each one of you has been wildly vulnerable and asking for help and wildly wise and offering Rachel do not do that style assistance and
3: like from this side of it to that and it's like if we could even do a fraction for what we do to each other to other people like just i know it sounds cheesy but just you know letting somebody know it's okay to feel the way they feel like i think that's so important we there's so much guilt that goes with this life putting a smile on someone's face through their tears like that's everything in a moment that you just feel you're at the bottom of the bottom
2: i think too like talking about being a woman like, there's so many layered things uh, about being a lady in this world, in our generation, <laughs> in the social media, in the raising kids, trying to be a professional or giving up your career for your children. All of that stuff is so complicated. So,
0: yeah, we've been able to like lift each other up in such a way too. It's not just about support, but it's like encouragement. I mean, think about how many catastrophes we've dealt with. Together and like we're just rooting for each other all the time. I just love it.
4: Well, I mean, I think we talked about how we kind of spun into this podcast. We are usually the, I mean, outside of spouses and children, of course, but we're kind of the first people we talk to in the morning, you know, and we'll touch base throughout the day. And then we usually wind up our evening together at some point. So it's pretty amazing to have that, you know, Kimmy, like you said, give you back. We've talked about the podcast. I think that. That's kind of, I think, what we all wish we had when we started this journey into this special needs world. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know anyone. I had no connections with anyone that had a child on the spectrum. And I felt very alone. You know, when I found you guys and we found each other, it just, it just makes it better. It does. It sounds cheesy,
0: but it it truly does, especially on the really hard days. We've had so many listeners that are following our pages or have found us through the various searches that our titles and subjects and series are titled and stuff. But we also recently just had the opportunity to be like a purposefully shared PSA style episode where now we're not just speaking to moms, but people that want to learn alongside us. It's just so cool to potentially be impacting a whole other network of people that just want to learn with us. You know?
1: Well, I think that's also part of the ultimate hope. I think like also in writing for me, it was like expressing to friends and family, like, this is why I'm like running Mm -hmm. out of rooms. This is why this is happening. Read my stuff. And so hopefully we're reaching people that don't know all this stuff about this world or they have a relative or something and they can understand a little better. Yeah. On that note, let's go around and talk about, do you guys have a favorite episode or a favorite series we've done? What about, do you have one, Rach?
0: I feel like our mental health series is such a big deal. I couldn't really take one away from another, but I feel like it's back to that no reservations attitude about just discussing our genuine truth and hoping to resonate with people. I mean, we spoke about ourselves. We spoke about our children. We spoke about stigma. We spoke about just all of it. I feel like you can really make an impact that way. And that's, what's important to me, like to just normalize this stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. That one was really hard for us to get through and I'm really proud that we did it.
0: Yeah, me too. That, you know, that- I think <laughs> about like these shows that you look back on, you know, Ellen, for instance, is known for discussing not only coming out when she did, but like other topics or friends discussing things or you know, and I'm not saying that we're Ellen or friends or whatever, but I am saying like But we,
4: Ellen, if you're listening, you know, we'll let you come on, just we'll give you a little like short to have you.
0: window <laughs> five to ten minutes. Five to ten, Ellen. Ellen. but we're here if you need to, you know, rebuild that image. We got yeah. you. Jennifer Aniston, if you'd like to come learn here. Uh, what I'm saying is though that like it's important to me to push the envelope and not just stay in the in the like safe and gray. I like that we deliberately Are not shy about it. I just love you guys and the safety that we've created and the network. I I'm proud of that.
1: What about you, Tabs? Do you have one?
0: I'm with Rachel on the mental health series. You know,
2: as you guys know, I lost a family member to suicide and in 2020. Mm -hmm. So it was very like important during that month to kind of talk about mental health and the struggles that people have and you know highlight that it's not that easy to get help as people make it seem and it's okay to talk about it. Don't be ashamed of how you're feeling, you know? And I think everyone was pretty vulnerable in that series and it was really heavy for us to make it through, you know? But my second choice would be our walks into motherhood. I freaking love that episode so much when we talk about how our kids got here. It's just so beautiful. And it was like at the start of this whole experience and we were learning how to do this podcast, but I just feel like it was so natural and beautiful the way we talked about our kids in that episode. I, haven't, I want, I should go back and listen to it. Cause I feel like. I love listening to our old stuff. Yeah. The it's first my like, Harry series. Potter game. <laughs> so I, those would be my choices.
4: I don't know. I really like series two like when I'm looking back at them, I really like the I like talking about, Jamie, you, we were just talking about it, the working versus not working, like not, not that you don't work. Mm-hmm. I don't mean it like that, but the big contra- staying home versus staying home to work or going out of the home to work. I like that series. Like I like that in that series mm-hmm. and the, um struggle between the head and the heart. I really like oh, that one. I love okay, that, that one too. So I think actually that was my favorite series, but for my favorite episode i kind of like there isn't a specific one but my favorite to do are the no reservations you
1: know? yes yeah, yeah. that yeah, is it's fun it's like our phone calls <laughs>
4: kind of right <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like phone call or when we go live which may not is which isn't even in the podcast series sort yeah of, but like when we go live on our facebook page that's fun i love doing those what about you
3: kimmy so i kind of agree with tabitha and rachel in with the mental health series i think that i'm very passionate about mental health i struggle with mental health I have a sister who struggled with addiction and I think that that was our most impactful series as far as like the feedback we got from other people and how vulnerable and open we were but I think the most fun up series I would say would be the s- series one I mean I think that one was just hysterical yeah, it was. <laughs> it really hit it out I mean popcorn. our very first episode <laughs> so our very first episode I was in Florida. We could not figure out a way to get together to schedule the first yeah. episode. So we were doing it, and I was in Florida. And we, I got stuck in horrible traffic. So everybody was waiting on me. Oh, yeah, it was like, I forgot about that. I think it was like two in the morning East Coast time <laughs> yeah. or something like that when we started. And it was just
1: hysterical. Like that whole series was there was just so many funny little parts. And yeah. We honestly I just did it though, because we like none of us were nervous or anything like that. We were like so tired. We're like, well, <laughs> yeah. we can do this.
3: And, yeah. and then afterwards we were like so we did the first two episodes in the same night and then afterwards two members of the table for five were like that episode was awful we can't we're not even using that episode it was so boring and then like and that, that person was- certainly couldn't have been
4: myself <laughs> because that's not who we're talking about here right now
3: there was I bet the but other was me. Um, and then we had to go back and like listen because then we're all like, wait, was it that bad? Is it that horrible? So we're like, I don't know. In my defense, I'd say that about everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that, I'm like, well, that was we know the <laughs> We
3: definitely, <laughs> no, we definitely <laughs> do say that about like some of our reservations because so sometimes we get off topic and mm-hmm. forget we're recording but um I don't know that one was just like I just feel like we just laughed so much doing
1: it I also like the Halloween one I thought that one was hysterical too so I, don't. I really oh, like yeah. the Halloween one too and no, I mean because it's Halloween I we were just I don't know it just worked it didn't whatever.
0: we have an episode I don't have all the things up right now but didn't we have an episode where we all showed up so god dang tired that we called oh, an yeah. episode tired? i was
1: gonna say that for mine. Mo- oh, oh, sorry, James. James. Sorry. James. Oh, no, you're fine. You could say it. But um, like,
0: legit, we showed up exhausted and just cashed out. Done. Changed the topic. We changed the topic. Yeah.
1: yeah, we did. We were supposed to talk about something totally different. That's why. Was- so, I was gonna say, my favorite episode is episode two, which is funny that we all go back to the first series yes. that's the one where we talked about advice I think and how oh like, yeah I still think back to that and <laughs> this sounds dumb because I think I'm the one who started talking about it like the just like when people say just do yes. this just, I think about that all the time like even in special needs groups someone put a question and they're like well just do this and I'm like shut up don't say that to people like yeah there's no yeah. answer to how to get your kid to do something especially in the special needs group. but anyway I'm not gonna you can hear me rant about that on that, <laughs> but I love that episode we did which was like how tired is the woman in you oh yes like one of our highest played episodes but we just all had a bad week we all had just had it and we're just like but I think it's so real like so real I mean I will say we're real on every episode we're not even good at planning enough to have to be rehearsed or anything people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes Yes, let us
4: let us be good because this brilliance is not rehearsed. but for 2022 my gift to the listening audience is going to be i'm going to get a micro a real proper so i don't sound like i'm screaming in at you guys when i say
1: something (laughs) we might get a
0: microphone
1: okay so let's start talking about 2021 in our year outside of the podcast, let's talk about our kiddos. What has been the biggest change in your kid this year or their greatest achievement or what's been, what have they progressed in? Like what area have they progressed in? I guess. I think like everyone the pandemic kind of hit it shifted a lot of things for our kids,
4: all, all children. I don't just mean special needs children, but I think it, it definitely impacted on a very different level because it wasn't just luxuries taken away. It was necessities for our children to survive therapies and you know that kind of stuff and routine being so very important so for us my daughter did a had a huge regression and i'm going to say this now and tomorrow morning i'll be like i told you guys i said this um but you know we've we've kind of come out of it we've or you know we've come out of it her language is exploding you know that kind so when i look back on just a short year ago you know where we were sitting at last december because you know good old facebook brings up those memories I, I just today I was like oh, I can't believe that was a year ago I can't believe how far
0: she's come. I was thinking about Kaya a year ago yeah yeah like so, she remembers she was having like stuff at school where she she couldn't go all the time she's been she not go to yeah. school yeah. all the time all the time yeah
4: so you know those the differences,
3: and that's just been so drastic for us what about you Kimmy call bonds together it's so hard to like realize what happened this year can be at the last year I I mean, I feel like the biggest thing with her is really like her (laughs) awareness and her understanding is just Mm -hmm. growing out of, it just seems to be growing every week. It's like, she's just understanding more and, you know, her speeches seem to be getting, it's like back and forth. Sometimes it's like, I feel like it's not as clear, but then other times it's like, very clear and she's initiated speech she took her tablet and independently asked for a brownie and she's never done that and when I say independently like I mean like she went in the room herself got her ipad herself brought her ipad out to me like sure when I know she wants a cookie I can kind of go oh good get your ipad oh show me what you want and like kind of like guide her through that this was like um you didn't prompt her at all no, like I just looked back and she was standing there with her iPad and I was like, "What is she doing?" She like took it out and wrote, "I want brownie." I was like, uh, "Okay, I better find a brownie like fast." <laughs> um, and she had seen my husband brought me a brownie, but he got extras. I didn't know this. He was already sleeping, so she knew that there was brownie somewhere. You know, because I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, someone's going to the store," and it was 11 p.m. and I didn't care. <laughs> someone's getting funny. a brownie <laughs> get a one way or another and then i woke my husband up and he told me where they were and it was just funny because then i was like oh it just shows that she like she's kind of getting it even though yeah. that she hasn't done that since then that was just that one time thing but a lot of times she'll just kind of give us the eye like lady i want something figure it out you know yeah. use your context clues the other day we were, we were like oh what do you want and she was like cheese she wanted cheese for her spaghetti and she like doesn't really do that that often she just is just growing it just it's in some ways it seems like it's so slow it is so slow because sometimes I look back to a year ago and I feel like I was saying these same things but like she's just kind of doing it more consistently and more I don't know so in some ways it seems like it's very slow but then other ways it's like I said to my husband I'm like can you believe she can like say words I mean she didn't say any words Until she was 22. And now I forget that there was a time that she didn't. Because it's kind of become the new normal. So. I feel like she's
0: always working on one too. Like it was balloon. It was dog. It was.
3: She takes like her new one is blankie. Um, That's her new word lately. And then she has her little tiger that she's really like her. Um, pretend skills are blossoming you know she's always pretending and bringing him to us to kiss him and she when we were all sick she was having him blow his pretend to blow his nose and you know sometimes she'll use him to like let us know she wants something for herself all this growth in these areas even though they're like kind of it's in a way small and slow but like when you look back it's like really
1: big what about you tabs
2: nixon for sure language like if i think about Christmas last year I don't think he was really forming like two words phrases together at that time and now he's like talking in sentences making requests he can answer simple questions about things that are in front of him tell you his preferences you know like talk to you about things and then he's just like blossomed as a little boy he went from like toddler to like full-blown child yeah (laughs) you know I would say for Nora it's pretty like mind-blowing the difference even in the past four months of her development and engagement with us some words are coming back they ebb and flow like she'll get some and then they'll leave but she's making all kinds of sounds and I think that has a lot to do with the use of her AAC device, like we've seen, like the progression of her verbal language shoot up crazy amounts since she started using a device. So, and then for the two of them together, we're seeing like a lot of engaging with each other that we didn't see before. That's like they so were kind,
4: cool.
2: Yeah, moving around. The other day in the car, Nixon had this card that was like we were working on. Waiting for ice cream, we do this thing where we go to McDonald's (laughs) after school on a certain day of the week, and it's broken every time. (laughs) McDonald's, Um, but he had this like PEX card. He wasn't doing PEX at the time, but it was for visually to teach him the car first, then the ice cream. We'd get in the car, we'd take the thing off. Then when we got to the ice cream, he'd take the thing off. So he found it in the car. We don't use it anymore. It was just in the car. Tells you how often I clean my car. (laughs) And he showed it to his sister he had already asked for ice cream he showed it to his sister oh. pointed to the ice cream love he didn't it. say anything to her and then pushed it towards her she pulled the ice cream thing off and handed it to him it was like mind-blowing I didn't know I love it. what was happening in front of my eyes like they were communicating with each other with zero words period it was like ugh gets me teared up just even thinking about it because when you think about your kids being able to communicate Mm -hmm. you don't think about or you do of course you think about your the sibling relationship but you don't think about how much kids talk to each other and how much they communicate with each other and for them to be able to communicate with each other by themselves is just like incredible amazing yeah yeah so gonna make (laughs) me cry (laughs) So Amazing. I would say, yeah, this year has, I mean, when you think back at the whole year, it's really just
1: Right. I think of like with our kids, it's such a roller coaster that you really have to like think of the overall, because like, mm-hmm. oh, like we've had so much progress this year in language. And then it's hard because when I think about it and I'm like, Oh, it's great. But then it's only in preferred topics. It's mm-hmm. like this and this, we have to like, we playing a video game or talking about a show he likes to get like this amazing leap in language and then everywhere else it's like still nothing we're still back last year but when I look I'm like that's amazing now I know my son is capable of that in his own way and just seeing that is like so awesome and just trying to like look at the picture overall and not like the up and down what about you Rach
0: you know I've just been listening to you guys answer and I'm thinking back to our gear and I'm trying to like place like one of you said Christmas last year and you know this whole roller coaster like Jamie just said that we've been on. I feel like in so many ways Seely has gotten a lot more complicated in this year. We've begun to figure out what that means and we've cultivated this like extraordinary team. I know I said this in a recent like thankful and grateful moment, but we are I know we talk openly about grief and stuff here, so I, my husband and I are working at the same goals right now to like process together how like sleep has gotten better. But when sleep is bad, it's still bad. And even our better is not, you know, most people's like adequate. And then behaviors like each lane, like aggression doesn't take out our whole day, but it's like swift, brutal. It's just like my kids bipolar at six and she's active and she's like a lot of things. So we have like a lot of glitter and a lot of throwing and I'm grateful. We have built a team this year to help us understand that process, keep each other and her safe. Like we're, we're trying. I hope that next year You know, it's not so much for me right now about like processing 2021 because it makes me cry, but looking forward, I hope that like all of the things that we've set forth this year engage fully and provide something.
4: I was going to say, Rach, and from this side of the computer, which we all live in each other's lives on the other side, Mm
2: -hmm.
4: I mean... Man, your kids come a long way. She's had. I was doing this. I mean, you were in deep in your emotion. I'm like, dude. I mean, it's been like this for her and you, and yeah. really this whole year. And roller coaster is what she's t- doing. A big roller year. coaster and a lot of um, you know, a lot of lows, some highs. But you know, for her, I mean, just look at her physically. I mean, just the physical change in her. You know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, she's just she's amazing. That kid's yeah. come a long way, Rachel. She survived a very hard year and so yes. did you. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, I'm not, minimizing. Yes. I know it's hard and there's a lot ahead of you. I, and I'm no, not minimizing, I'm just saying that kid has come a long way. She had a hard year and she's yeah. come out on top of it. So, and I was going to
0: feel like I'm a survivor. Somebody <laughs> else can wrap that. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it won't survivor. be me. Just I don't want to do either. so many bars that the people in yeah. the podcast and, world are like, whoa, hey. And I
2: was going to help yeah. a sister out because I will tell you that Deely can sit for an activity. She lost that skill earlier in the year. She can go to respite for the weekend and be there the entire weekend.
4: Yeah. She can go in a restaurant.
2: She can go in a restaurant. She went to the aquarium. Yeah. She can be buckled in the car you know, you got special, um, Oh, I don't mean to be
0: so down and round. No,
2: I'm just giving you Antidepressant
0: on my snacking nuts while (laughs) we're sitting here. (laughs) Snacking nuts. Snacking
2: nuts. (laughs) Also can tell you, you know, things that I think are pretty impressive for her to comprehend, such as, you know, changing schools and having people come into the house and processing all of that. Like, I'm just going to highlight some of the fantastic things that have happened this year for a little sweetie Lee Flanagan. Um, thank you
0: you guys i'm so sorry
2: <laughs> no i think it's part of your year like a lot of it's it like, has
4: been yeah and yeah, we need to
2: look we look from the outside outside
4: right so but it, i think it's for all of us i mean like yeah. i said i get these memories in my facebook and it's not that i forgot how hard it was a year ago because you know last saturday was hard so but i'm just saying it's longer gaps she, that kind of stuff. And that's a positive. You know, that's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. But those I think, memories that come up, you forget. You forget. You do yeah. you forget a little. I
0: think you I think too when you're like aching in it right now, I, I you yeah. know, when you think about like Celie's aggression specifically, no, it does not take her out. She can rebound. But man, those are some serious bouts of aggression. And mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't feel like it's better. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways, there's a new skill, which is the ability to rebound. And now it's learning to regulate that aggression. Like it all comes in steps, you know, and I know that in looking back next year, we'll have more parts of that skill acquired and we'll yeah. have different effing problems. <laughs> yeah.
3: When you're in the thick of it, the, the good in the positive sometimes seems so far out of reach at that time. Cause all your focus is going on just getting through it, the day or getting through the hour, you know? So sometimes yeah. it doesn't seem like there's been so much progress because you are you know, kind of in that whirlwind of what's going on at that time, things get better. Then the hard doesn't seem quite as hard because you're not going through it. So it almost seems like, okay, you know, things are going. But, you know, as we all know, that switch can flip in an instant, you know. And I
2: think that, like, one thing the Flanagans are amazing at is celebrating all her uniqueness and mm-hmm. her sparkle with her struggle, you know. And oh. you've learned so much this year about how that functions, you know, you've learned yes. how those. How those wheels are turning a lot more than you knew last year in December. If you would have talked to me like on Thanksgiving, I don't know how many lovely things I could have pulled out of my hat. You know,
0: like every day is different. Well, thank you, ladies, for holding us up. Love you, Rachel. Find a seat at the table, everybody. Find a seat (laughs) at your table.
1: (laughs) All right. So, on a lighter note, do you have? your biggest win this year outside of your kids, which I know is going to be hard for us to do because that's pretty much our lives. And it can be something really simple. And then your biggest regret this year. I'll take this one first. Can I, I was
0: like, go Hey, go for it? My regret is that for 11 months today, I believe, I let one of the ladies at this table diet without me just through my moral support only. But Jen Dunn <laughs> has accomplished, um, excuse me, a snacking nut almost just flew out of my mouth. But... <laughs> Uh, good timing. Just snack tech. Can't help it. uh I love you so much. You have dieted and done beautifully and committed to yourself. And I will say, I've added to this. I've contributed, but I have lost nothing. <laughs> so, uh, I my biggest regret is that I've not dieted alongside you while I supported. And uh, my biggest accomplishment, I think, is that I'm really just trying to like honor the Rachel, not the wife, not the mom, not the friend, not the whatever. Like I really. Sometimes I hang up on you guys to watch TV. Sometimes not often. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Doesn't happen. It's just sometimes on the period, I have to go to chips and the TV. Anyways, but I feel like I'm, I'm honoring myself as an individual. And then maybe I can learn to date a guy named Billy Flanagan. Um, (laughs) Maybe like taking it back in the other direction will be better when I know myself.
4: What about you, Jen? So I'm really proud of myself. I did do a program. I stuck to it. I gained a little back, but I'm you're know, back on track, ladies. You don't have to hear about it much longer.
3: I'm <laughs>
1: trying to finish up this year. I'm just
2: going to say she's been saying that the whole year, that we don't I mean, have to hear about it much longer. It's That's all we've
1: heard about. Out. I love it's it.
2: It's going. It's going. I love it. it, is. I love it um,
4: and my biggest regret, you know, I cut bangs. <laughs> it's, probably no. good, it's probably not a good choice
0: probably not a good choice
4: that I made no
0: I that take it, responsibility for running <laughs> you astray there
4: you did yeah a lot of pressure that day in the chair
0: you should have <laughs> taken some notice about how much mine are styled and how much mine are back maybe yeah Just took my advice what about you Tabitha
2: I would say biggest accomplishment for myself uh was the books I put together with my brother for sure yes that's been really great To work with him, and he's really, like, learned about autism and, you know, putting something out there for kids. It's been great. Uh, Biggest regret is not being honest about what the f*** is happening with me all the time. I'm a very closed-door situation, and it takes, like, freaking out, crying, and or other emotions to, like... (laughs) It takes feeling. I don't know. Feeling. feeling things oh, it
3: doesn't it's it's it just takes her god getting down you need like a bulldozer to knock yeah. it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or she I, just incredibly tells us something and she's like oh i never told you guys that and we're like nope and
0: then- <laughs> <laughs> sorry that door's been closed you never slipped out underneath it sorry oh it's like a yeah. treasure
2: chest of feelings over <laughs> here people locked with a key i i will say i am working on it I'm learning about myself. I'm trying to understand that I don't have to manage everything all the time and just let it be. Write that book. Let it be. Let it be. be. Yes. So That's my biggest regret this year (laughs) and every year
0: before that,
2: (laughs) my life.
0: All of the years I was stacking bricks on that goddamn wall. All
3: of the years. Do you have
1: anything in mind, Kimmy?
3: Um, no, I'm practically perfect in every way, Jamie. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. There are some things that I have. I think the biggest thing, my biggest regret is letting other people take up space in my head and take time away from my family. Um, yes you know, and some of it, a lot of it's my own stuff, but it's just in its multiple facets. It's not one thing that does this. It's just a lot of things. And then when I look back, it's like, these things really aren't that important to take Space that time. In life. You know, there's some stuff, you know, with my mom and stuff that I just go back and forth with. And I think that's something I just have to learn to not do. I'm just uh helper and i'm a giver and i mean sometimes i'm I'm not perfect but i'm just saying (laughs) it is my way to try to help people but sometimes it's at the expense of myself or my mental health it's just very hard for me because it's against my nature but then it's you know who's being ignored my husband's being ignored not ignored but you know i'm saying it's just kind of like all these things or they get the wrath of like me taking all that stuff in because now someone asked me a question and i'm like bam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know and then I, I mean my biggest accomplishment I would say is the podcast I mean that's something that I'm pretty proud of and I'm passionate about I know I feel like I regret so much stuff but then it's like stuff that doesn't really matter like I'm all just like I should you know work with Alyssa more I should oh yes you know do all this stuff but then it's like I because didn't mean, oh, like, yes, to you should work with her more. I meant, oh, yes, I do the
2: same thing as
3: far as <laughs> doing like, it like that. So you rest. know, it's just like all these things. I just think it's like, it's really bad about being a mom. If yes. You take on so much stuff that, like, really is not in your control to necessarily be, you know, be, I have to, I already don't sleep as it is. I already do all this stuff and run a daycare and I'm dealing with COVID and I'm doing a podcast and I'm trying to do my own age and be a wife and, I have two teenagers and you know what I mean? It's all the stuff I can, I really can only like actually do so much. It still makes you feel like you don't do enough, you know? And you
0: and I were talking recently and like I said to you, well, you just got to think you don't matter that much. Like you just got to like that kind of stuff. Like there's just little things that finally stick or like a pampered parent magnet saying or like a little card or whatever. It's like, I know that for you finding a good mantra can change your paradigm quick, you
3: know? Yeah, well sometimes it is like you see something and you're like but then I'm like wait am I that am I that important then I'm the focus on this person's life? Probably not. <laughs> it does yeah. that's a good little reminder because you know sometimes I'll assume somebody's mad about something and then I'll have this whole conversation in my head that's not actually in my head. And I actually get mad at the other person about what they're saying in my own head. Yeah. <laughs> then the person's like, "Hey," and I'm oh. like, "Oh, hey."
1: I think we've all, we all do that a little bit. Yes. <laughs> but when uh, Rachel,
3: said one day, what Rachel said one time, she's like, you know, what? we're just not that, I don't think we're that important. I think she was actually saying it to Jen. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like, that's just a good thing to. even I if- say that all the time. Like, do, like
0: even to Billy, he'll wake up and think that somebody got out of their bed, got dressed as quickly as they did to get to their car, just to get in the turn lane in front of him. Like they woke up, they were given life. Just to cut his car off.
1: It's like, nobody's
0: out to get you, man. Just calm down. It's not, we are not that big of a deal. Exactly,
1: exactly. So for me, going out of my comfort zone, which is hard for me, especially after like my first few years of motherhood, I feel like I changed a lot as a person. Like in college, I I was in film school and I was like producing and directing and I was really like, assertive and sure of myself. And I totally lost that when I became a mom. And this year, I feel like I've really gained a lot of that back. I've also I love that uh, at the same time, I've realized I'm really bad. I mean, I've talked about this so many times, I'm really bad about saying no to things. I'm really bad at like riding this line between, I want to try to help people and do things, but I also don't always need to help people <laughs> and do things. So I need to work on that. Like, I think I have been a lot better towards the end of the year about saying no to certain people and certain things and delegating like other responsibilities in my life out to other people. Mm-hmm. I think I just need to work on that more. So that's probably like, that's not my biggest regret, but that's something I think I need to work on. I think my biggest regret is like, I don't know. I think like within my assertiveness, I've probably offended some people or I've uh, spoken my mind to people. And I, we were actually just talking about this the other night where like in your head, you're like preparing to do something, but that person doesn't see it coming. And not that I like went off or out at anybody, but I think kind of in me, like standing up for myself, people didn't see that coming. So to them, they felt affronted as if I just chose them or that situation to do that. And it's like, no, I'm kind of just doing this overall and I'm not going to be walked over anymore in that it was like well I'm not going to let you walk over me and get away with that so I don't know so I'm like <laughs> proud of my biggest regret <laughs> <way of> that, <laughs> like, I love life. that feel, yeah. I feel a lot lighter coming out of it I very much regret that people's feelings have been hurt along the way I guess I do very very much regret that and that eats me up because I don't like I'm a, a big people pleaser in the end of the day so that really makes me feel bad
3: Okay,
1: but i think that's it for 2021 yeah great Love wrap it. up really Wrapping excited up. to go into 2022. like i am so excited to have you guys now going into a whole new year yeah here together but we are a thousand something. times closer now yeah yeah like we're doing something we've met some amazing people there's exciting new things coming 2022
2: and- get ready people table for five coming at you mm-hmm.
1: and we're so grateful for everyone who's joined us on this journey we have met some amazing women you guys have written all of us beautiful amazing things and we want you guys to know we're proud of all of you for trying and getting through this life and we are so excited to be here with you see you guys next year
2: yeah happy new year happy new
4: year thanks for
1: listening happy new year Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us at the table for 2021. We're so grateful for you guys, and we can't wait to go into 2022 with you. If you are enjoying the podcast and where you're listening allows, we would appreciate if you could rate and review us. You can also leave a review on our Facebook page. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. To contact us, you can DM us there, or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. Join us next week. Bye.